millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It is Friday, January 27th, 2023. And today, Rick and Morty are in trouble. The United Kingdom can't decide where to put a transgender prisoner. And police have solved the Brad Bellino case. Stay tuned. Yes. Super excited. We are all pumped to have James Author Renner. James Renner. That James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner's once again drops a bombshell. Investigative journalist reporter James Renner, who's been James on the podcast a long time. By the And welcome back. We've got a crazy show tonight. Lots of stories. But first, uh, if you are living in England, in the UK, Greater Britain, Britannia, I, uh, <laughs> I'm coming to CrimeCon UK in June. So check them out online. You can get discounts on your tickets if you use the code RENNER, R-E-N-N-E-R. Sign up, get the discount, come see me. We'll hang out. We'll have a proper English breakfast after uh, some festivities, and um, it'll be a fun time. So come on out for that. And as always, we've got Walter manning the cameras. Say, oh, jeez. Say hello, Walter. Thank you. That's just for me. We'll do it every week. Here are the top stories. <laughs> the, uh, the new face of police brutality in the United States is 29-year-old Tyree Nichols, an African-American who was beaten to death by five Memphis police officers. Doesn't seem like a news story, but hold on for the twist. Yesterday, those five officers were charged with murder. Here's the story as far as we know so far. On January 7th, Tyree was stopped by police on a traffic stop at reckless driving while on his way home in Memphis. There was some kind of confrontation by his car. He tried to run away. His mother's house was like 80 yards away. And uh, he was tasered and pepper sprayed and then beaten by those officers. He was unarmed. Tyree was taken to the hospital where he died three days later. Tyree's family have watched the body cam footage of the event the video is supposed to be released later today. They're timing it around the end of business on a Friday, meaning they expect some sort of um, immediate reaction. If you have some bad news, you bury it on a Friday uh, so it doesn't impact the work day. Um, 
so they're expecting some sort of backlash when this footage is released. The family who have seen it, they describe it as similar to the beating of Rodney King. A preliminary autopsy showed that Tyree had suffered extensive bleeding caused by a severe beating, according to the New York Times. It's crazy that this stuff is still happening after, after the last couple of years. Tyree worked for FedEx and had a four-year-old son. The five officers charged in Tyree's death are Taddeus Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin, Justin Smith, and Desmond Mills. Each officer was charged with seven felony counts, including second-degree murder, aggravated assault, and kidnapping. Now, this is quite different from the George Floyd case. And Breonna Taylor, I mean, this is immediate justice, right? This is um, instant karma, as John Lennon would say. How? Well, it seems on the surface like the politicians and prosecutors have learned the lesson and get justice done quickly. Um, but it's, I don't know, there's just something, it seems like something might be a little different in this case since this is all happening so quickly. I wonder what it could be. Oh yeah, the five officers charged in the murder are all African-American. Some bad news for Rick and Morty fans. I know, I know, as soon as you hear that, you're, you're associating, oh, this is a Hollywood story. I think I know where this is going. And you'd be right. Here's the deal. This guy, Justin Roiland, is the voice actor behind both Rick and Morty from the popular uh, cartoon on uh, uh, Adult Swim. He's kind of an important part of that show, right? Like, he is Rick and Morty. Justin Roiland, he's about 42 years old, and he's also involved in voice, uh, voices on video games and developing video games. So here's the deal. It turns out Justin was charged in May of last year with felony domestic violence against a former girlfriend. The crimes he's accused of include imprisonment by menace and fraud, as well as violence. Nobody noticed this, though, back in May. Because uh, Justin Roiland, he's not really a common household name, even though he's part of this popular hit show. Somehow, NBC News found out just last week, this is uh, according to an article in The Guardian, just, Justin pleaded not guilty to that domestic uh, charge. And he's telling, his lawyer anyways, is telling everybody that these charges will be dismissed. Now, he probably could have, you know, no matter what there... He probably could have ridden that out, but there was more. Multiple fans have come forward since that news was released, claiming that Justin slid into their DMs when they were minors. This according to Gamer.com, TheGamer.com. Some of these women were allegedly as young as 15 at the time. In the wake of those allegations, Justin lost his job with the show, Adult Swim, video games, pretty much everything as far as we know. People have taken to TikTok since then, showing off their best Rick and Morty impressions in the hopes of replacing him on the show. He is done, so it should be interesting to see how they continue that very popular show. Um, There's just a reminder to everybody, please remember, everything you write in a DM 
or post on the internet, consider, you know, do so with the understanding that one day that will be made public in some way. So act accordingly. Our final top story today is a very interesting case developing out of the United Kingdom. A transgender woman who was found guilty of rape is being sent to an all-male prison where she will undoubtedly be targeted by violent male offenders. Buckle up, this case is complicated and intense and you should know about it. The story begins a few years ago when a man named Adam Graham raped two women he'd met online. These crimes occurred around the city of Glasgow, Scotland. In the time between the crime, the crimes, that is, and his sentencing, Adam transitioned. A transgender woman now, she goes by the name Isla Bryson. So the question became, after her sentencing, after she was found guilty, where to put her? The timing, however, cannot be worse for Isla. In December, Scotland passed a historic bill to officially recognize the transgender community and allow citizens there to legally change their gender. Congratulations. Then, just last week, conservative UK ministers blocked that legislation. Both sides are using the case to further their agenda with this bill. Conservatives fear that Isla um, would serve her, sen her sentence in a women's prison and that would open up the population in that prison to rape. And they successfully lobbied to have her transferred to a male prison just yesterday. Here's the thing that seems to get lost in that whole political mess. If somebody gets raped in prison, it's a failure not of the offender, but of the system itself, isn't it? Maybe, maybe we should be running prisons in a way that doesn't allow for rape to ever occur. Prisoners still deserve basic human protections, right? Um, there's that famous quote by Nietzsche where uh, the value of a society is determined by how well they treat their prisoners. This is not a good look. So instead, they've sent Isla to an all-male prison with the tacit understanding, no doubt about it, that it's better that she was raped by men than have her rape women in a prison with less adequate supervision. So what a mess. Um, that's a developing story. I imagine that will just get bigger. So check it out. It's in the UK. You probably haven't heard about it. If you're in the States, check out The Guardian for that information. Check out the links in the liner notes. I've got lots more to come. They solved the Brad Bellino case. Uh, there's a Hollywood actor who's gone missing. I need to tell you about all this. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break. 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Alexa Doubt with The Porchlight Project, a new nonprofit dedicated to funding DNA testing and genetic genealogy for cold cases in the state of Ohio. For our first case, we assisted the Cuyahoga Falls Police Department funding new DNA tests on evidence from the 1987 unsolved murder of 17-year-old Barbara Blatnick. That information was given to expert genealogists who traced the genetic markers to a man named James Zastonic, who was arrested in May of 2020 and charged with Barb's murder. Our goal at the Porchlight Project is to entirely fund three to four cold case investigations every year. Each new case costs about $6,000 to complete, which is a small price to pay for closure. The Porchlight Project relies on generous donations from the public. Even $5 can help us solve a murder. For more information on how to help, please visit porchlightonline.org. And we're back with Three's Company starring Joyce DeWitt really just me, James Renner, true crime this week. But I hope you enjoy that as much as I do. Hey, um, fantastic news this week out of Ohio. The Brad Bellino case is solved. This is one of our big unsolved mysteries in the state of Ohio. It's something that, um, you know, I work with this group, the Porchlight Project, nonprofit in Ohio. We try to solve Ohio cold cases using genetic genealogy. And we were chasing this case forever, but Parabon Labs had it, and good for them because they've solved it. Parabon Labs, by the way, that's C.C. Moore's outfit. Uh, Here's the story. Brad Bellino was a 12-year-old boy living in Boardman, Ohio. And on March 31st, 1972, he left a friend's house and disappeared on his way home. A few days later, his body was found in a dumpster with a belt wrapped around his neck. He'd been sexually assaulted. In 2001, Boardman police reopened the case, and testing was done on his clothes. They found some DNA. They were lucky enough to get a good sample. They ran the profile, and they put it into CODIS. They didn't get anything, which just meant that the killer had managed to not be charged with a felony since the murder. Uh, Then they gave it to Parabon, who put it into the genetic genealogy databases, and eventually they were able to track it down to a man named Joseph Norman Hill. 
He was 32 years old at the time of the murder and living in Boardman at that time. He was driving truck for a bottled water company, according to Salem News. Joseph Norman Hill moved to California in 1978 and unfortunately passed away in 2019. Here's a quote from the police chief in Boardman. Quote, while Hill cannot be fully held accountable for his horrendous crime, our hope is that after 50-some years, knowing who was responsible brings some closure to the people involved in this case. Police are now reopening the case of David Evans, a 13-year-old boy who was murdered in 1975, to see if Joseph Norman Hill could be a serial killer. Excellent article. There's an excellent article about all this. Brad Bellino by Carolyn Berardino uh, on our Porchlight Project website. That's porchlightonline.org. Porchlightonline.org. Carolyn uh, was Caroline uh, was a. Um, she helped me a lot uh, with with my business, and she's an excellent writer, um, and she understands Brad's case better than anybody, except for the police. So check out her wonderful article at uh, porchlightonline.org. This week in San Francisco, police released a new composite sketch of the doodler, a serial killer who remains at large with the most ridiculous serial killer name ever. The doodler's first murder occurred 49 years ago today, and he is thought to be responsible for six murders that took place in the Ocean Beach and Golden State Park area uh, around San Francisco between 1974 and 1975, according to CBS News. Why is he called the doodler? Well, a victim survived and said the killer was a cartoonist who doodled pictures of animals while they ate dinner. The doodler is an African-American who preyed on gay men, specifically men who posed as straight and were on the down low, which the police suspect that there were more victims who survived who were afraid to come forward because they did not want to be outed. San Francisco police say they have zeroed in on a potential suspect but need a few more leads from the public. This new sketch is an age progression based on witness descriptions. Anybody with information should call San Francisco detectives. Othram Labs solved another case this week, too. Othram Labs, friends of the show, you're going to hear more about them. I have some news of the Porchlight Project that I can't share with you this week because it's super secret. But uh, I'm going to tell you about this in the weeks to come. Um, spoiler alert, we've solved some cases. Anyways, we're working with Othram Labs, and they've solved another case this week. Deputies in Mojave County, Arizona, have been searching for the killer of an unknown woman whose body was found in a canvas sack left in the desert in 1971. How, you, know, I, I, you know, let me put another aside here. How cool is this that we're living in this age where all these, all these old murders are being solved? And if there's DNA in the case, it's just a matter of time. They're, they're going to solve these cases. That's how good this technology is. Um, people like me, people who uh, make their living writing about true crime, specifically unsolved murders, um, where, you know, it's like Alan Grant in Jurassic Park. You know, we're an endangered species. There's not going to be many of these mysteries left in a few years. Um, and I couldn't be happier about that. 
Uh, so genetic genealogy led investigators this week to one Colleen Audrey Rice, a woman from Portsmouth, Ohio. She was estranged from her family here in the 1940s. She'd married a man named William Davis in 1946, and she is definitively that woman who was found in the canvas sack in the Mojave Desert in 1971. So, you know, if, if her husband, William Davis, didn't report her missing, I'd say he's a pretty good suspect. And there's no word on whether or not William Davis is still alive. If he is alive, he'd be pretty old by now. I got a little weird news this week that really bummed me out, but I think it's important I should share it with you. In the United States, we're terrified that our children are being abducted and trafficked for sex, but it's here anyways, it's mostly a myth. It really is. It's mostly a myth. It hardly ever happens. But in England, it's happening every day. Families from various countries have been sending their children to England seeking asylum, seeking a better life. The United Kingdom, its government has been housing them around the country, sometimes in Brighton, sometimes in Sussex. About 600 children were housed at a Sussex hotel recently, and now more than half, more than half of those children are unaccounted for. These children are being abducted, and this is from The Guardian. This is from the you know, proper source in the United Kingdom. There, this, is, this is not hyperbole. If anything, it's downplaying what's happening. Children in Sussex are being abducted right out from under that hotel. And some are showing up in human trafficking busts in Scotland and the Midlands. The government estimates that 10% of asylum-seeking children in the UK are kidnapped each year, James? No, 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 no. Each month, James? No. Each week. 10%. Let that sink in for a minute. 10% of asylum-seeking children in the UK are vanishing every week. This is an epidemic that needs to be addressed immediately, so get your fucking act together. <laughs> um, I'll get off my soapbox now. One more story I want to talk about this week before we get into pop culture and, and, and all that. There's this actor in Hollywood who's missing. His name is Julian Sands. And he went missing after a hike at Mount Baldy. There's a search underway at this very moment. The search is ongoing. They found a woman who was missing along the same hiking trail and rescued her today. But there's still no sign of Julian Sands. You may know Julian Sands from that movie Warlock that came out in 1989. I remember watching that movie, really liking it. Um, he was also in Arachnophobia and Leaving Las Vegas. But I know him personally. Um, in, a, in a weird twist of fate. Uh, a couple years ago, I wrote a pilot called Blood Relative, which was a uh, crime procedural about genetic genealogy. And uh, it was, you know, not to toot my own horn, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but it was, <laughs> uh, Fox uh, took it to pilot, and Julian Sands played the bad guy. And he was so good. He was so good. I wish you guys could see this pilot, but it will never air. Uh, they dropped it due to COVID stuff, due to uh, merging of companies. It's never going to see the light of day, but it's so fucking good. Um, 
And Julian Sands played the bad guy, and he was amazing. But he's this guy's missing. Um, so, you know, please give that some attention. And, um, you know, we're hoping for the best there. In pop culture news, uh, there's this documentary on Netflix that somehow flew under the radar, but you should really check it out. It's called Don't Pick Up the Phone. Don't Pick Up the Phone on Netflix. This is about one of the creepiest true crime stories I've ever heard about, where uh, about 20 years ago, this guy was calling up McDonald's and uh, in like the Appalachia area, and he would convince the manager of the McDonald's to that one of their female employees had been stealing from them and that they were going to come out and arrest this person, but they needed them to do some investigation when they came out. They were very convincing over the phone. Um, you're dealing with McDonald's managers. Make it that what you will. But anyways, they, they believed this man, and he was able to convince them over the phone essentially to sexually assault their employees. So what a creepy case. There's nothing quite like it. Um, a couple years ago, there was a narrative movie called Coercion that was based on this story that is excellent. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth your time. But check out that documentary, Don't Pick Up the Phone, because uh, it's like nothing you've ever seen. Um, this week, uh, let's go to the bookshelf and pick out a book. Um, I have not read this yet, but this was sent to me. It's called Catch the Sparrow, a new true crime book by Rachel Rear. And it sounds fascinating. This is going to be on my summer reads list. Growing up, Rachel Rear knew the story of Stephanie Kopinski's disappearance. The beautiful violinist and teacher had fled an abusive relationship on Martha's Vineyard and had made a new start for herself near Rochester. She was at the height of her life in a relationship with a man she hoped to marry and close to her students and family, and then one morning she was gone. Around Rochester, a region that has spawned such serial killers as Arthur Shockrus and the double initial killer, Stephanie's disappearance was a familiar sort of news. But Rachel had more reason than most to be haunted by this particular story of her missing woman. Rachel's mother had married Stephanie's father after the crime. Oh my. And Rachel grew up in the shadow of her stepsister's legacy. In Catch the Sparrow, Rachel Rear writes a compulsive and unerringly poignant reconstruction of the case's dark and serpentine path across more than two decades. That sounds fantastic. I can't wait to read it. You should read it first. Catch the Sparrow by Rachel Rear. And that's my recommendation for this week. And that is the show for this week. Uh, come on back next week. In the meantime, it, it uh, uh, tickle my fancy. It would make me happy. It would make my day if you would leave a uh, review of the show um, or give it some stars. In the meantime, it's the weekend. It's always reason to celebrate just the fact that we're here and we've made it through another week. And in the words of the incomparable Murray Saul, that means it's time. We got to, got to, got to. Gotta, 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 get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a fearful symmetry production. Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. 
If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime, in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.